Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. Oh, welcome back to Overnight America. Always a pleasure to hang out with you and you give me that opportunity to go wherever you go. If you're listening in your car, if you're listening in your bedroom, if you're listening in your bathroom even, I'll take it. Welcome back. We have uh, a guest that's going to be joining us. Julio Gonzalez is the CEO and founder of Engineered Tax Services on what to you th- he thinks at least that New York's going to be looking for inside of Trump's tax return. So we'll talk to him about that. Also, I want to talk about the stimulus. But before we get too far into it, it is the first day of March. We said goodbye to February and the temperatures don't look too bad the next couple of days. I mean, Wednesday, Thursday in the 60s. Let's take that as long as we're not looking at freezing snow, drizzle, ice, those type of uh, miserable things. And all I realize is every time I go outside on a nice day to try to rake up some of those lousy gumballs that are in the front yard, it's a fruitless effort because the next day I look back out and it's almost like they just sprinkled themselves right back in there. I wish there was, this is what my wife said. Why can't there be an animal that goes around eating gumballs? That would be awesome. Like at night or something, there was just this one crazy wolf like animal that went around collecting and storing gumballs. And you just kept your kids in at night. As soon as it started getting dark, you say, get in kids. The gumball wolf is coming by. And then it would just take care of all of it. It would be wonderful. Wouldn't it? Maybe, maybe not. But it is the first day of March, and I'm always a fan of Kevin Colleen's whole nother stories. That's right. You can feel it. For all of us who did not go to Florida or Brazil or someplace warm this winter, for the real St. Louisans who were here during the desperate weeks, this is our moment. All this week, the temperatures call for a high near 60 by day and no colder than 32 at night. Think of it. The easiness of life is returning. You can drive down the street with your arm out the window or take out the trash to the curb on trash night without a coat on. Maybe even barbecue this week and burn some pork steaks. I look forward to turning the hose back on. We have one of those hoses that runs under an unheated crawl space, so we have to shut it off in November. But once it's back on, you can wash the car in the driveway with all the foam running. You can hose down the deck or swish away all the bird seed that fell from the bird feeder. It'll be great this week to go to work without one of those puffy, clunky winter coats. You can leave it at home, maybe just a sports coat. 
and your skin. Your skin has been tightened up and wrenched over your skeleton all winter, making you uneven and hunched over. It will loosen back to its normal placement. We can look forward to working in the yard this month and working up a sweat. Ask yourself a question. Have you perspired really at all since mid-October? <laughs> That's half the reason we're all so itchy. Daylight savings time is just around the corner. Two weeks away, that'll be the big change. You can drive home from work and not feel like a diamond miner who's in the shaft all day and driving home in the dark at night. The days will be getting longer, less gloomy. My favorite time of the week is always Friday night, as I've often said, because the weekend is then mint in the box. It is full of potential, unspoiled by the disappointments and broken plumbing. And it's the same way right now, this very moment, this morning, March 1st. Spring is mint in the box. It's ready to be opened later this month. It's the one time of the year when everything good lies ahead. And I, I hate to be so positive, but it is March 1st, people. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Killeen. Just a quick note. Yesterday, I spoke to Johnny Rabbit, and I asked him about some of the famous grave sites around St. Louis because Rush Limbaugh being laid to rest here last week, it made me wonder who are some of the notables, the graves, uh, people that are laid to rest. And he had all kinds of great things. And then he mentioned to me off air that Kevin Colleen called him and said, hey, Johnny, I'm having a hard time figuring out what this song is called. It goes something like this. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Colleen. <laughs> If you don't know the name of this song, how would you know what it is unless there's a Johnny Rabbit to help you? I don't know what it's called, but now Kevin Clean knows. Oh, Sandy's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America, Sandy. Hi. Um, a neighbor uses um, a tool used for collecting nuts. They usually have a smaller head and a larger head, but... It's like a long stick, and it looks like um, a little. Is there a cage wheel on the, on the end? Yeah, it's uh -huh. a wheeled cage. I have one of those. You know what? To me, waste of money because I'll tell you why. And I even bought one of the large ones. It picks it up great, okay. but those gumballs are so pokey. It's so hard to get them out of that cage. It takes me longer to dump them out of that little cage than it does to rake them and pick them up naturally. Well, then yeah. why don't you just clip one of the wires or however many on each end and make a little trap door? Uh, I don't know if it works like this. Is that what your neighbor does? Because if you did that, then they would just fly out as you're collecting them, I would think. Well, no, 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 no. I, Maybe you're not having the right visual. It's like if you had, let's say, uh, a six-inch um, space between the two prongs, and it's just like, single wires but they're spaced mm -hmm. however far apart i don't even know what the yeah. name of the okay. tool is so, 
Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So you know how these things work is essentially, have you ever seen those those specialized baskets that collect tennis balls? If you have like a couple of dozen in a basket and then what you do is you stand over the tennis ball, you drop the basket on it, and then the metal wires would kind of bend enough for the tennis ball to be collected. And then it stays in there unless until you go out and you bend the wires again. Now, that's what this is like. So what you, they're designed to do is for you to bend them back and then shake it out. But the way that these gumballs collect they're so pokey and they're so connected to each other. They don't just like plop out. It's a huge hassle and you can't do it with gloves. Cause then you're like taking up too much space. And I don't know. It's, I tried it. There's other products that almost look like you're going to put some seed down on your yard with the, the yard seed or whatever at the start of the season, the end of the season, and they can collect them. But those are like $500. I just don't see myself yeah. spending that. Cause you know, I'm cheap. Well, no, no, you're frugal. There's a difference. That's wisdom. <laughs> Have you tried a, a, a wet-dry vac? And I, them up you know, actually, I bought a combo blower slash sucker because I thought this will be good for the leaves and things. What happens yeah. is on the end of it, there's this blade that's supposed to mulch the leaves. The gumballs jam mm -hmm. the blade. So I find myself cracking this thing open and unjamming these gumballs way too much. So it works kind of, but not really. I've only had luck with the yard rake and I have blisters on my hands from doing it. Cause I'm getting soft. I sit behind a computer and talk on the radio. So my hands aren't used to <laughs> doing manual labor. So maybe I should just uh, fork up the 500 bucks to buy one of these things that could comb the yard and just be done with my trouble. Cause I got three large gumball trees in my front yard. Three. You don't understand how many gumballs drop from these stupid trees. Oh, 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 yes, I do. I had a friend that had one, and I've got a neighbor, uh, and they get spread all around the neighborhood. So I get oh, it. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, anyway. All right. Th Thanks, Sandy. Good to Thanks. hear from you. I like Sandy said, I'm not cheap. I'm frugal. That's very You're nice of her to say that. You're okay, I am a Taiwan. <laughs> You're a Taiwan. Play it one more time. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was a third one coming. I am a Taiwan. I'm not afraid to say it. Like, I'm going to spend 500 bucks on one of those things. I'm cheap. And I'm in late night radio, so 500 bucks is uh, a lot. <laughs> All right. You know, I wasn't planning on talking gumballs, but that was fun. There's no other way to do it, as far as I know, unless you hire the neighbor kid to come over and do it and let them be bothered by it. I know there's a way where you can actually hire a company that will inject something into the roots of the tree, and it makes it so these gumballs aren't produced for a few years. I haven't looked too much into that, but I, I guess some companies and things use that because they don't want their customers have to walk over gumballs. Why does the gumball tree even exist? They're, it's, they're big, I guess. They offer a lot of shade, but it's a lot of hassle. Uh, come on. All right, when we come back, who would qualify for the new stimulus check? And the Republicans not too happy about some of the things put in there, and rightfully so. So they came up with their own idea. So how did they troll the Democrats when it came to the COVID package. I'll tell you about that right after the break on Overnight America KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. So the $1,400 stimulus checks looks like it's on its way, but there's still a lot of pushback to this $1.9 trillion pandemic bill that was approved by the House, and it'll go towards the Senate now. But the Senate uh, knowing that it's 50-50, it's a pretty slim margin and considering all the, I mean, absolute wasteful spending that's in this thing, at least the $15 minimum wage was off the table and it appears like the minimum wage hike 
is off the table for now. The plan B, which some Democrats had proposed, I think even Pelosi being one of them, didn't seem to get the support from even Joe Biden and the way that he was doing it. And keep in mind, Joe Biden was the guy that would take this pen and he... I don't know how many he had, but he was running out of ink on a, a box of pens. The amount of times he was signing his name onto any piece of paper that was shoved in front of him. Even him said, no, this may be not the right way to do this sort of thing. Right. And he was right to think that. And I think Republicans are right to challenge some of this junk that's inside of it. But I think there is a lot of support for another stimulus check. Some people are wondering, you know, why the 1400 instead of the 2000? But the 1400 seems to be a little bit more of a frugal approach uh, because they want to jam other things in there. And some people have wondered, well, if you can take out all the things that have nothing to do with fighting COVID, you know, like 90 percent of this one point nine trillion, then you might be able to up the ante for the individual take. And this is where the Republicans hop in. <laughs> Representative Paul Gosser submitted an amendment that slashed non-relief spending and said the way we're going to make up for that is we'll just give $10,000 stimulus checks instead. Said, I offered an amendment to prioritize $10,000 stimulus checks to Americans most affected by COVID-19 and lockdowns. He said, instead, Democrats chose foreign aid, big tech transit, and Pelosi's political priorities over direct relief to American citizens. Whenever I warm up for the show, it's kind of like you see in those old TV shows or that movie Anchorman, where right before they go on, they have a couple of words they use to warm up their mouth. That's that's the phrase I use. Pelosi's political priorities, Pelosi's political priorities. Ah, la, la, la. And that's how I get ready for the show. Just a little word of the wise. It doesn't actually help you and it doesn't make you feel any better either. The amendment called for the removal of 10 agenda items and more than 200 sections, apparently, including funding for the arts. Yeah. Why spend what? Two hundred and fifty million here, two hundred and fifty million there, whatever the number was. Uh, federal and corporate transit projects, vaccine confidence activities, which they were going to use, I think, a billion dollars in order to spread the word to get the vaccine <laughs> as if no one's talking about it. Oh, they're really afraid that people don't they just don't know a vaccine exists. Now, that old phrase, are you living under a rock? Um, no, it's not that they don't know it exists. It's just that you're trying to put a propaganda campaign together to the ones that are saying, oh, just not right now. <laughs> Not right now. And there's going to be some people that do that. You think that your billion dollar ad campaign is going to be able to do it. And then how are you going to spend it anyway? Were you going to send some celebrities out there? Were you going to get The Rock saying, hi, this is The Rock for the U.S. government. Have you got your vaccine yet? Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? If you can't, it means you probably have COVID. So get that vaccine in your arm today. You think that's what is... <laughs> phrase would be so vaccine confidence activities foreign aid i think it was like 750 million in foreign aid come on even today during the white house press briefing one of the members of the media asked the question that mexico was looking for time with joe biden and they were going to ask if president biden was willing to share some of the vaccines some of those sweet sweet vaccines and the white house said ah no we're not really looking to hand it out to other countries right now but it makes you wonder, if we're going to spend $750 million and hand it over to another country, then what do you think they're going to do with that money anyway? Do you think that they were going to buy vaccines? I mean, essentially, that's what we're doing, giving them giving them uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. They also uh, mention as part of this, people need help with car payments, mortgage, and rent and everyday necessities. The government broke it. Now the government must fix it. Give everyone $10,000 stimulus checks. Uh, it should be considered a down payment. 
I love the approach to this because it's so absurd. And I think even the ones that are looking at it as an absurd thing are starting to realize, well, maybe some of these other things that he's pointing out are also absurd. It's going to get a pretty big debate and Senate. I don't know exactly how this will look by the time it's over with, but it's going to uh, take it. So the American Rescue Plan passed 219 votes to 212 votes with two Democrats that cross party lines against the bill. And that if any indication could show you, it might be a 50-50 divide down the Senate. Or maybe there would be Senator Manchin or one of these Democrats that does decide to uh, flop on over unless some of these other nonsensical things are taken out. Here's a text message that came in. It said, uh, Ryan, pay your son $5 a bag to pick up gumballs. See, I love my son, and I wouldn't put him through that. I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's one thing for me to sit out there with a nice sweet tea and, or a cup of coffee or something like that and say, son, go at it. Enjoy picking up these gumballs. But to me, him at the age of six, I would feel guilty doing that, considering it's hard labor for me as an adult. <laughs> and it took me a couple of hours just to scrape everything together. And I know I'm going to have to do it again sometime soon. Man, I'm just going to have to buy one of those $500 roller things. Ugh. Or maybe I could do like a timeshare. Can I rent it at a do it best or something? Maybe one of the local stores would be able to hold on to it. That would be the way to do it. I should look into that. Or I can make a lot of money. I'll buy two of them for about $1,000 and then I'll rent them out. $100 a pop. You can rent these things. What a racket. See, I'm coming up with all kinds of great ideas. Anyone, if by the way, if you steal this idea, this is what I'd like for you to do. At least let me use it for free as a thank you. Here you go. For all the endless entertainment and great lucrative ideas. Here you go, Ryan Recker. You can borrow this. Or better yet, uh, how about you just run it over and demonstrate it to my front yard? So the fate of the Democrats' $15 an hour minimum wage hike seems to be in question, and Senate, I don't think, wants it. And even down the line, I don't know what else they're going to be able to push. And during the White House press briefing today, they asked if they can, what else can they push into the budget reconciliation process? And they're really leaning into this. And what I've realized with Jen Paskey behind the podium is that they answer zero questions. Well, not zero. They answer like 5% of the questions that are asked to them. It is a low number. They are very good at non-answers. Maybe I'll give you a couple of examples because they did press on the whole Andrew Cuomo thing. Now the new news is I think there's a third accuser that came out. So you had the first accuser that said, I want to see you uh, play strip poker. And then he kisses her on the lips. That's what the accuser says to Governor Cuomo. The second one came out and said, um, what did he do? It was another aide that came through and was also inappropriate. And this one came out in the last couple of days. Now, the third one that came out was about weird comments about eating sausages and he wants to watch her eat sausages and stuff. So strange and weird and creepy. This is on top of the scandal with the nursing homes and on top of other problems. I will give credit because uh, where credit is due in uh, de Blasio in New York actually called out Cuomo, which is good because they kind of feuded on certain things. He wasn't shying away from these questions. The White House, however, has been shying away from this. There was one great question by a reporter in the White House, which is, if someone inside of your White House acted this way, would you fire them? Of course, they didn't answer that question. But all of this, hey, we don't act this way instead of in a Biden White House. Well, OK, well, if one of your staffers act the way that Andrew Cuomo would act, uh, or at least is accused of acting, would you have fired him? 
I would like to see them answer that question, honestly. So we'll get to that maybe after the break. We'll take a look at your weather. And Julio Gonzalez joins us. He's the CEO and founder of Engineered Tax Services. What exactly will the... uh, the attorney general or whoever has taken over this case of the Trump tax returns in New York. What are they looking for and what can they find? Julio Gonzalez will talk about that and answer that next on Overnight America KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Welcome back. It's Overnight America. I'm your host, Ryan Recker, and on Facebook, Ryan Recker Radio. We can hate Facebook together. (laughs) Feel free to make fun of it on there, too. Joining us now is the CEO of Engineered Tax Services, a national tax expert, Julio Gonzalez. Thank you for coming on to KMOX. Always love to come on. I really appreciate it. Well, one of the big tax stories happens to be the decision that the Supreme Court came down. Yeah, you have to turn over the tax returns of Donald Trump. And in New York, they're going to investigate it. And I was curious your thoughts on what they might be looking for, considering that it seems like every year Donald Trump is audited by the IRS. So if a government agency like the IRS is looking into his taxes constantly, what do you think they're going to be looking for in New York that could be any different? Well, this is just a complete joke, isn't it? I mean, the New York Treasury, the New York Tax Department, the IRS, 
they've all looked at these tax returns probably more than any other tax return in our country. So mm-hmm. President Trump is in constant audit with the IRS. Any billionaire is. Anyone that owns that kind of properties is constant audit. And, you know, to think that over the last three decades, they don't have any issues with any of these tax returns. This is just a game. This is a farce. This is a media thing. Yeah. And as they try to force this hand, I was curious. Um, I mean, is there anything on a state level that they would be able to do that a federal level is incapable of doing? Because even the scope of what they're doing or what they're looking for, it makes me wonder. I mean, how could they even have any resources that are more than the federal government? You know, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, the uh, state attorney wants the tax returns, he could just go right over to the Department of Tax over at Taxation in New York. But listen, the New York Post had them two months ago, right? Someone gave them to the New York Post. They couldn't find anything. Tax authorities there in New York couldn't find anything. IRS has never found anything. That's because they, the Department of Tax for New York, they live in his buildings. They're there constantly going back and forth with their team constantly going through it, checking in different expenses. There's nothing there. And believe me, if there was something there, they would have found it a long time ago. They would have talked about it a long time ago. And uh, and, and really, the statues run out on some of these reviews. So what's the state attorney looking for? I think he's looking for attention. <laughs> could there be an abuse of power claim? Is there something that Donald Trump could do to say, hey, I'm, it's, it's obvious I'm being targeted here. There's no evidence that a crime was committed, but they're still trying to push this? You know, you would think so, right? I mean, you would think if it were a normal, a normal situation that that would be the case. But, you know, I don't think Como is uh, certainly the friend there or the ally that the person that runs that state, I guess he's busy doing anything, some other things as well. But the the real thing here is that, right, you would think that he would have a claim that, that you know, the Supreme Court basically wrote, hey, just let the state decide. We want to, we're not getting involved with the state here. So ultimately, you know, will he have a claim? I think he will someday when we get New York turned around and maybe that's a long time away. Uh, Julio Gonzalez is joining us, CEO of Engineered Tax Services, a national tax expert. If you've worked with some pretty large companies. So what's out of the ordinary here when it comes to Donald Trump? Why do you think that his business entity, his personal, everything that's constantly looked at is so much above and beyond any other large company would expect to see when it comes to their taxes? Well, I mean, if we listen to all the reports, right? Amazon doesn't pay taxes. Microsoft doesn't pay taxes. But they're liberal, right? But yeah, so all the big companies are not paying taxes because they're using the tax code. They're expensing big assets, same as Trump, right? He's expensing the real estate, so it drives down the income tax. But who pays more income tax in the way of property tax, sales tax? You know, he brought these iconic buildings back to life that weren't paying taxes in those communities. These buildings were dead. Those communities were dead until the state came to him and asked him to bring these buildings back to life and gave him credits to do so. So, I mean, the fact that he used the tax credits that were made available to him, that ultimately he turned into a great investment for those states, right, because he brought back all that employment and all the taxes associated with a iconic building. So let's say you are someone like Donald Trump, and then they start looking at your taxes. Is there an ability for you to defend yourself, or do you have to wait until there's some sort of charges brought up? Because I'm curious, um, do you have to hire lawyers at this point, or is he just kind of waiting and seeing what they do with it? 
Well, I think at this point, you know, obviously they're hiring attorneys to work with the state attorney's office. But, I mean, the reality is, again, these returns have been looked at through and through. And, and again, no issue with the state of New York, right? So the state attorney, you know, there's nothing. And, and how is the state attorney office going to understand a tax return, right? They would have to go back to the Department of Tax in New York that's reviewed them over and over and over again, right? You know, the state attorney's office has no idea what to do with it. So, you know, again, here, you know, and what could they do? What could they be looking for? They're looking for expenses that the their own state department that they're going to have to bring the tax returns back to as, you know, not seen. You know, listen, the statues run out. So ultimately, there's not a lot they can do. I'm wondering what agency hasn't targeted him yet, because we know the FBI was involved in a pretty big one. Get the IRS. They've done it, too. It seems like pretty much every agency that has three letters has harassed him at this point. (laughs) You know, and and still, he just amazingly performs like he did last night, right? I mean, just an iconic person just continuing to try to break through for all of us and to bring back some sense of conservatism to this country. Yeah. So what, what do you think happens next? Uh, how long do you think an investigation like this would typically last? And do you expect there to be a you know press conference or uh, some sort of a note in the future about whatever they find, if anything? No, I think it pretty much starts to die down. I think, you know, they got the tax returns. The states had them for a long time anyway. Like we said, New York Post got them a month ago, right? So everyone has these tax returns. No one has been able to find anything of issue. And, of course, the state that has been reviewing them for the last three decades has never had any issues. No no court cases, you know, no audits. I mean, they just have been working together to go through these tax returns, as they do for all the, the corporations in New York and all the building owners. Yeah, you know, I'm not someone that needs, like, a CPA. I don't have all these assets and craziness that would make and force me to itemize everything on my taxes. But let's say you're a high-profile person like a Donald Trump. Just give me a, a ballpark figure. How much does it cost for someone to prepare your taxes when you're someone like him? You're paying in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, for sure. Oh, I my mean. goodness. <laughs> but, I can't but imagine I'm that. Glad you brought, I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah. you, listen, when you have a CPA firm that's doing your tax returns— and they're signing their name to it and going through it item by item, there's no way that a, a CPA firm, a tax firm, is going to sign their name to that tax return, which was Mazar's here in New York, and put their license and risk of jail by signing a fraudulent return. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. preposterous. I mean, there's no chance of that happening, especially when you're the CPA firm signing the tax returns for Donald Trump. There's no yeah. way that they would even take that chance. Yeah. Well, how many hours go into that to justify the cost to prepare? There's got to be. A, I can't even imagine uh, what is involved when it comes to taxes at that scale. I mean, it's every day for that CPA firm. Yeah. I mean, they're they're working on those tax returns every day. Wow. That's amazing. So you're, you're telling me Donald Trump 
former president of the United States, not staying up late drinking a case of Coke and filing his own taxes. Wow. Um, and you're <laughs> yeah. right about the, the the firms that put their name on it, and they're constantly doing this. I, You know, I, I that has to be known that it's not something he's doing on his own. All of this stuff is constantly – he's got his people doing this. It's not like a single entity trying to – um, hide things or whatever because oh maybe I can claim another dependent and they won't find out about it all these little things that people do to try to oh I, I actually oh I donated all this money and I'm going to itemize this or like President Clinton no oh, I gave underwear so that's a hundred thousand dollar write off you know it's all of these little things like that in the past uh, people looked at and no one believes that uh, no one believes that after all of these federal agencies have looked into it that anything's going to come from this it's it, it's just a targeted effort at this point. Listen, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, he's clearly not worried. I mean, Hunter Biden should be worried, right? He's the one that defrauded the government, took money from foreign entities, didn't report it here, took taxpayer money to go over there. So, you know, if oh, anyone wow. should be worried a bit about that. But I would tell you this, President Trump may be having a cook, but he loves Ted Drews as well. <laughs> Good old Ted Drew reference. Julio Gonzalez, the CEO of Engineer Tax Services. And by the way, you mentioned Hunter Biden. Is there any news on that? Do we know anything that's been going on with that investigation looking into his returns and taxes? Well, yeah, the media has been quiet on that, haven't they? But, the, oh, yeah. you know, the Department, the Department of Justice is going through that now. Look, they found money that came in from foreign banks into his accounts here that didn't get reported. So we know that for sure. We know that he didn't file his tax returns several years in a row at the state level and the federal level. They reported that as well. Those are criminal activities. He didn't pay taxes over a, a fairly large amount, which is typically you know, criminal jail time. It would be for any of my clients. We'll see what happens here. Yeah, and I know that there's a lot of people that look at that and they're waiting for some sort of report. We don't know if now that Joe Biden is in the White House, what type of uh, interference might be put there, or pressures or whatever. And keep in mind, when Donald Trump took the office, every single day you heard about that in the media. Oh, he's interfering with the investigation. He's interfering with the Mueller report, none of which uh, was true at all. But we're not hearing anything when it comes to the Hunter Biden thing anymore, which makes me wonder, do they even care about it or at least the integrity of reporting that properly? If it were Donald Trump Jr., it'd be in the media on every page every day. Yeah, nonstop. Uh, Julio Gonzalez, CEO and founder of Engineered Tax Services on what New York is looking for in the Trump tax returns, if anything. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Overnight America. Always enjoy it. Thank you. And uh, Engineered Tax Services, you can look him up online. Julio Gonzalez there. We've had him on the show before. Uh, he's on the Bomberito Automotive Group guest line. Just do a quick search for him if you ever wanted to look up some of the things he's doing. He's been on Fox News, a couple of other appearances, things like that. Well worth your time. When we come back, uh, Governor Cuomo accused of pressuring even more people, one of which is a female reporter, and there is a video proof of this one. What a creepy dude. This is Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. Welcome back to Overnight America. <laughs> I, was, I was practicing how I would deliver this line during the break, and producer Mike pops on and says, you sound creepy. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not the governor of New York. I was practicing how Governor Cuomo would tell this one female reporter to eat the sausage. 
So I was trying it different ways. I was trying it like you whisper it, eat the sausage. And then I was thinking about doing it like the super fans, the old SNL bit with Chris Farley, eat the sausage, sausage. But Governor Cuomo, creepy enough, 2016 New York State Fair was sitting at a table. There were reporters there. I guess you can call them reporters, but they just had their cell phones out recording the governor at this table. And then what you see is the governor call over an aide or a security guard, and he points to the female, the one woman that's the reporter there. Young, you can probably guess what she looks like. Um, And because Governor Cuomo's got this thing, you know, but all of a sudden a plate with a sausage shows up and they hand it over to this reporter. And this reporter is all like, Oh, I can't believe it. So they invite her to sit down at the table and he's saying creepy things like, I want to watch you eat the whole sausage. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I don't know if I should eat the whole sausage in front of you, but I'm definitely going to eat it. I want to I want to see you eat the whole sausage. I want to see you eat the whole thing. Is that a little bit weird or is it innocent? Or when you put it into context with everything else that's going on, why is it that the Democratic Party's like shining stars are all so creepy? Uh, You know that there's all kinds of issues when it comes to President Joe Biden when being creepy. I don't know why he's got a free pass in all of this, but he's been, I mean, super creepy. And you had Michael Avenatti was looked at as being the person that was going to save the Democratic Party. They brought him on all the TV shows. CNN had him on like twice a day. It was ridiculous. And The View and Joy Behar. Oh, why don't you run for president? Oh, you'll be so great. And Bill Maher and all of them. Oh, you're going to save the party. Why don't you run for president? Well, you know, he's in jail. So he (laughs) was found guilty of a lot of crimes. Is he still in jail? I think he is. St. Louis native, by the way. (laughs) The Avenatti family might be listening tonight so if they know uh if their family members incarcerated right now they can text into the show but uh they look at governor cuomo the same way in new york he was giving these press conferences during covid and so many people were looking at him now that's how you give a press conference they give the guy and was an emmy or an oscar or whatever it is a daytime oscar oh he did so great oh what a great performance now look at it he's got scandal after scandal after scandal First scandal, a woman stepping forward and saying uh, what things about strip poker. I want to watch you play strip poker. And he ends up uh, accused of kissing her on the lips unwanted. Another woman comes forward and talked about how uncomfortable she was made around Governor Cuomo. And now you have this weird video surfacing of this reporter saying he wanted her to watch uh, eat a sausage. This is just strange. Other members of the New York uh, House of Representatives are saying that they were pressured. It was a House member, Kim, I believe his name was, saying that he would get calls, what, six or seven calls a day saying, you know, drop this whole nursing home thing. And even the way that he acted during these nursing homes still needs to be taken into consideration because it's not good if the decisions were made and they were purposely hiding information or even making their decisions off of hidden information, and it resulted in the death of people living in nursing homes, a vulnerable population. And then look at all the other states that were forced to look at New York and say, oh, yeah, they're doing it. They're so good. Look at the numbers. They're extraordinary. We're going to do the same thing. And they based their state's decisions off of a big lie that Governor Cuomo was running. This is all very serious. So 
what's the latest with Governor uh, Cuomo out of New York? He said, oh, they were just jokes. Oh, they were jokes interpreted as unwanted flirtation. So I guess a kiss on the lips, unwanted flirtational joke. Oh, so funny. Don't you hate that when someone comes up to you, kisses you on the lips and says, got you good. (laughs) Oh, I got you. What a prank. Don't you hate when that happens? Especially in a work setting, because now keep in mind, Governor Cuomo was the the boss in this case, and this was a subordinate. Oh, don't you hate it when your boss comes up, kisses you on the lips and says, oh, you should have seen your face. I got you good. (laughs) Of course that doesn't happen. This is just so weird. All of this is just stacking up. I'm going to put into comparison two different ways to handle this. Here is how the White House handles this, because the White House is asked about it, considering that uh, Joe Biden said that New York was the gold standard and Governor Cuomo was the gold standard when it comes to fighting the coronavirus. Here's how they were asked directly about it. Let's see if the White House will answer the question. For if the review shows that Governor Cuomo asked her questions, um, that it's not, you know, as has also been alleged in other instances, a, a forceful kiss or an unwelcome physical overture, but just mere questions about someone's personal life um, or sex life or romantic life or anything that makes someone feel uncomfortable, especially in a subordinate um, relationship with someone in power. Is that something where someone should have to resign or should there be other consequences? That's what I mean by that. Look, the, the, the language, um, the, um, uh, you know, the president has a bar for what is expected in his administration, which you referenced, uh, treating people with civility, uh, treating people with respect. Uh, and that's what bar he holds in his administration. In terms of the path forward uh, and the outcome of the investigation, uh, we will leave it to the attorney general and others to conclude. That. Nope. So here's here's the deal. If this would have been anyone else, if it would have been a Republican or whatever, we know that uh, they would have been asked to leave. They wouldn't have said, wait until the investigation. Nope. It's not even that. The whole question was, your administration says if anyone even says something disrespectful to someone else, they're going to be asked to resign. They will be fired on the spot, even if they say something disrespectful. Well, now you have a governor caught on tape doing disrespectful things. You have other women coming up saying that they were acted about in a disrespectful way, in this case, sexual harassment. And all of these things should definitely qualify to the standard that Joe Biden said in his White House, they would ask someone to resign. When asked the question, would this person be asked to resign? Of course, the White House did not answer that question, even though they should have. I will do this in comparison to uh, Bill de Blasio in New York, the mayor there. And I will say that he's handling this a lot better than the White House is right now because he was asked about it. When leaders do the wrong thing, it certainly does not help faith in government. That's a fair statement. But I think, thank God, uh, so much of what's happening here goes beyond any one elected official. Um, I think the people have learned so much in the last year about the coronavirus. I think the vast majority of people take it very seriously and are listening to the doctors, the experts, Dr. Fauci on a national level and the other national healthcare leadership you know, Dr. Varma, Dr. Choksi, Dr. Katz here. I think people hear their voices. So I think that's what matters most. I think the, um, the fact is that we need to make sure there's full investigations here of everything that happened. Well, these allegations of sexual harassment from the two women who come forward and any other women who come forward. Um, the, the allegations about the nursing homes, what was covered up but what was done as well, what happened, why were these lives lost, and did it have any connection to campaign contributions to the governor from the nursing home industry? Okay, and he goes on and, and talks about it for the sake of time. I don't know if I have enough to play it, but I love that he brings up the idea 
Are there any connections to certain industries and donations based on the decisions that were made that were the wrong decisions that cost lives? And then he goes on and says more about the women and, and things. But he said, luckily, this one person, the governor, doesn't make all the decisions and we're able to uh, fix that. So good for Bill de Blasio. I got to say, I wasn't expecting to say that tonight. We'll take some of your calls next hour. It's Overnight America, KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 